Worthy Cakes and Supplies. It's the best way to eat cake. Let me tell you why. Miss Worthy and Family makes every cake you can think of with love as the ingredient. Red Velvet, which is a fan favorite, birthday cake, and my all-time favorite, chocolate peanut butter, and many more. And if it's your slice of cake, get it? Cake? Anyway, they custom make cakes gluten-free and keto too. So, there's something out there for everybody. Made in mason jars as well as custom cakes designed, made at request. You can visit them at the Winter Garden location at 13391 West Colonial Drive or at www.worthycakes.com. You can also get your cake supplies there too. Worthy Cakes and Supplies, it's the best way to eat cake. So, imagine that came on your primo. I learned that from him. Um, but this is actually going to be an episode on my podcast, and this episode is going to be near and dear to me because it involves me and my husband expanding our family, and Juan is a part of that. So, I'm going to stop for a second, and I'm going to give Carlos an opportunity to be able to translate a little bit of what I just said. So you guys can understand where, you know, what I just said. Hola, ¿cómo están todos? Un resumen de lo que él acaba de decir, que está muy contento de dejarles saber que estamos expandiendo la familia. Y vamos a tomar a Juan como parte de nuestra familia aquí en los Estados Unidos. So just so y'all know, this is going to be a loose translation. So he ain't going to get everything because sometimes I say a lot of words. No, no voy a decir todo exactamente, voy a mucho. I'm very verbose, <laughs> but I understand that Carlos, it takes a process, so. Está diciendo que él habla mucho. I'm saying I'm sorry right now. Entonces dice que le perdonen lo tanto que va a hablar, pero voy a tratar de traducir 
So, Carlos and I live in Florida. Uh, we've been married now for about six years, together almost eight. Vivimos en la Florida, en Orlando, o exactamente en Ocoy, Florida. Ciudad aledaña de Orlando. Y estamos casados seis años y juntos casi ocho. And Carlos and I do not have any children. Um, and I'm not super close with my family. And um, we were presented with an opportunity this year to maybe expand that. No tenemos hijos y obviamente él no tiene mucha relación cercana con su familia. Y la mía, como ustedes saben, está toda en Venezuela y en Colombia. Así que surgió la idea de... Que yo creo que fue Dios que mandó a Juan para acá porque <coughs> no lo estábamos esperando y llegó. Y nos sentimos... sentimos orgullosos y felices de que él esté aquí con nosotros. Um, so, the first, I want to start this conversation by asking Juan if he's okay with telling a little bit about his story. I don't want you to go too much into detail, but just your desire to want to come here to Orlando or come to the States and just a little bit about your journey in terms of coming here. Quiero empezar el día de hoy preguntándole a Juan si él está de acuerdo en que hable un poco de su vida y brevemente de su vida y de su jornada o su aventura de este país y qué lo hizo venir, qué lo motivó a venir a este país. Primero no tener nada en Venezuela. First of all, not to have a lot in Venezuela. Y que lo poco que tenía yo quería tener más porque soy inconforme por decirlo así. And the few little he had, he wasn't happy enough and he wanted to have a little bit more. Tengo mis aspiraciones y también quiero ayudar a las personas que puedo, pues en mi familia y de las que no son también. He has his own aspirations as a person and he also want to help his mom and his family, the ones he could help if, if he can. Y tal vez allá no lo iba a hacer y aquí. And being over there, there with the low uh, resources of our country, he wasn't going to be able to do that. Tal vez no sea con mucho lo que lo pueda ayudar desde aquí, pero al que pueda lo voy a ayudar. It may be not much he can do here, but he can do the best he can to help them. Okay. And a little bit about how he, if he's okay with doing that. Y si puede un poquito de cómo fue tu experiencia cruzando la frontera y llegando aquí. Todo venía bien, aunque hasta en Bogotá me iba a regresar. He almost turned around when he went to Bogota first. His first flight went to from Venezuela to Bogota. In Cancun, agarré mi vuelo, estuve ahí esperando. Cuando llegó la noche, muchos policías queriéndome extorsionar, yo escondiéndome de ellos, esquivándolo. And when he made it to Mexico from Bogota, he said a lot of police officers were trying to extortion him with money, and you know, like blackmailing with money, the little bit of money he had. And he had to hide and run away from them. Nos iban a hacer perder el vuelo solo por por gusto de ellos porque les daba la gana. And just because they wanted, uh, they almost lost his flight back to um, the next city near the border. Just because they were, they wanted the money that they had. En Mexicali, bajándome del avión, ellos 
Me quitaron 100 dólares. Just when he um, uh, disembarked the airplane in Mexicali, they asked for $100. So we're going we're gonna to end the, the, the story there. Because I don't, I don't really want to go in too much into detail about that. But obviously you guys can surmise that he had a journey getting here. And it wasn't as easy as it would have been for others uh, in this country. And we, we all know how people come to America. They have their very different ways of coming here, assimilating here. And, um, you know, this is the part where Carlos and I uh, come in. <coughs> he uh, came here. And my husband, as I stated, is Venezuelan. So he has a very similar journey. Not quite, but... This was also 22 years ago when my husband transitioned over here. Yeah, but I came as a tourist. I went with my visa. Sure, sure, sure. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't have to go to... Yeah, uh, yeah, I wasn't. That wasn't what I was... The hard part that he went to. Sure. I was saying in yeah. terms of like you... Yeah, it was tough because, you know, mm -hmm. we don't speak the... As long as we are here, we don't speak the language and then find jobs and, you know, everything's hard, hard, hard. Yeah, we need to uh, work hard, and, and it's hard to find jobs and, you know, make it true. Well, remember, you got to say this in Spanish. <laughs> Al principio fue difícil porque uno llega y no tiene, no habla el idioma, y no tiene papeles para trabajar, y se hace difícil. Uno extraña a su familia, a su gente, pero tuvimos que luchar, tuve que luchar para salir adelante y conseguir mis sueños. And I, you know, I, I was wanting you to more specifically tell the story in terms of like him entering here because we're not really relating it back to 20 years other than just your experience. But Juan shows up here and... Yeah, when my friend asked me if I could do uh, my address, give them my address and phone number for them to, you know, get away from the... ICE or immigration officers. Not get away. Not get them. away, but just release them because they yeah. need a place on an address. And supposedly this guy was helping <coughs> them with a stay or place to stay and jobs. And he showed up once here and then sent one of them because it was two people at this point. Sent one of them to New Orleans. The guy went over there, worked one day, and the next day. They told him you gotta go back. He didn't have no money or anything. So, they didn't have no place to go. And, you know, I had no other choice that helped him. So, at this point, I would like for you to tell your story in terms of when you first got here and what the plan initially was for you when you came here. Quiere que diga un poco de cómo fue tu experiencia cuando ya llegaste aquí. ¿Y cuál era tu plan inmediato cuando se suponía que el señor Alberto los iba a ayudar y todo eso? Se suponía que iba a llegar y él nos iba a recibir en una parte. Uh -huh. E incluso trabajar con él. Ok. Cosa que no pasó. Ya. Yeah. Eh, en el aeropuerto de la frontera no, transferí para mi pasaje porque no tenía nada. 
Porque okay. aparte de la gente que le transferí también se quedó con mi dinero. Y compré mi pasaje, duré dos días en el aeropuerto, pasando malas noches, hasta hambre, hasta que salió mi vuelo y bueno, después andaba perdido también aquí en Orlando. ¿Y cuáles eran tus expectativas cuando ya llegaste aquí a la casa y qué querías hacer? Estaba muy triste y se animó y hasta si era posible regresarme. Very hard for him because he was lost. He had to stay two days in an airport, uh, Arizona. And he was very sad and he almost got to the point that he wants to turn, turn around and go back home. Now, I'm going to stop the story right there again because I don't really want to rehash all of that story. And Carlos and I know what happened when it came to that. And I want to fast forward a little bit to us, our decision. Um, of deciding that we wanted to expand our family. And then I also want to talk about Juan's, I guess, uh, his reaction to that and us deciding. And then lastly, what we're into. So now you guys are going to hear us speak Spanish or English. I'm sorry. Uh, and it's going to be a conversation between he and I. And then he'll try to translate bits and pieces and also ask Juan some questions too. So just that little last part. Yeah, I was at work one day talking with one of my co-workers um, <coughs> about a situation and I say I feel sad because uh, this guy resembles a lot of what I went through except for the part that I didn't have to cross the border. But I went through a lot for 12 years um, under the shadows, I would say, because um, I didn't have my documentation, my papers and all that, but it took me a while. And when I came home, uh, oh, she asked me, why don't you um, adopt him? And I say, I can't because he's over, uh, over age. He's already an adult. I said, yes, you can. There's an adult, there's an adult uh, adoption. And I was like, wow, I didn't know. So we keep talking, and when I got home, I told Reggie about it, and then he was uh, he was looking at me like, oh, wow, and I didn't know that. So we, um, we're getting out more about the idea of doing it, but then we decided to wait a little bit until we told him about it. And, um, you know, being together, <laughs> In our journey, you know, us being married, Carlos and I never really ever wanted to have children. And I was actually very surprised to hear him say like, hey, you know, I, I want to go the next step further in terms of making one a part of our family. So that was something that really enamored me. Um, and I was very surprised and. I remember getting very happy and falling in love with the idea of, you know, being a parent or, you know, having somewhat of an influence on others um, or on a person. And, uh, you know, it just felt like the right decision because what he, what he's known now is actually that same day I had been hearing about this show called Adult Adoption. And there was a
was this guy who had come up on some controversy and it was just some stuff and they ended up canceling the show. And that had popped up in my head as an option for Juan also. So it just felt like, wow, you know, because we, you know, Carlos and I are very aligned when it comes to a lot of things. And there, it's interesting sometimes we can either finish each other's sentences or I'll say what he's thinking and vice versa. We're very connected in that way. Uh, almost, you know, eerily, like weirdly, or you know, uh, but that's just something that's worked in our relationship. So that was like, maybe this is meant to be because we're both on the same page. <coughs> Resumiendo un poco lo que él dijo, estaba yo trabajando un día y estaba hablando con mi amiga o compañera de trabajo <coughs> acerca de la situación de Juan. Y entonces dice ella, ¿por qué no lo adoptas? Y yo, no puedo porque él es un adulto, ya tiene 22 años. Dice, pero hay adopción para adultos también. Entonces yo digo, no sabía. Y conversamos y me quedé pensando el día, todo el día en eso. Y cuando llegué a casa le pregunté, le dije a él lo que pasó por la conversación de mi amiga. Y él le gustó la idea y también que me vi reflejado, vi a Juan reflejado en mi historia. Y cómo yo llegué, lo que pasé y todo eso. Y entonces... Él quería o queríamos antes tener una familia, hacer una familia, pero yo no quería tener niños pequeños que tuviera que criar. Y ya que Juan está aquí y no tiene más nadie cerca, pues pensamos en la idea y hablamos con él y él aceptó. Pero vamos a ver cómo funciona todo, más que todo por sus papeles. Pues queremos que algún día vuelva a casa y visite. Se quiere quedar aquí, el día que se va a casar, por supuesto se va, pero queremos ayudarlo lo más que podamos. So I want to ask you, Juan, like, you know, being two gentlemen that you had never known before, coming here and staying, and then we have the nerve to ask you, like, hey, do you want to stay permanently? How did that make you feel initially? Dice que... Siento que somos dos hombres que vivimos juntos y llegaste. Primeramente era, iba a ser por un tiempito. Ya después decidimos hacerte la pregunta. ¿Te quieres quedar con nosotros ya como adulto, o sea, grande, como hijo? ¿Cómo te sentiste en ese momento? Contento y alegre porque podía contar con unas personas. Everything is contento. Contento, contento. Que pensé que... Feliz. Que no podía llegar a pasar y pasó. Y que me podía sentir seguro y tranquilo de que iba a contar con personas como ustedes. Y que iba a tener a alguien que me apoyaría y que yo podía también apoyar en lo que pudiera. No. He basically said he was very happy to find somebody to support him. Because he was a little scared of mm. what was going on by himself on his journey. Mm. And find somebody like us to protect him and somehow, in some way, and support him makes him really happy. And I'm not going to lie, you know, part of the decision, you know, for us was to... Oh. Um, part of the decision for us to... to to, you know, present the option to Juan, uh, you know, as, as we stated, we had somebody else that lived here with us, and we were very concerned about how that was going to go. And then 
we also knew, like, even though we have this option to potentially help this gentleman, he also has the option to decide that, no, I don't really want your help. So I remember being very fearful about what he was saying or what he would say initially and what he said the contain is he coming no he's asking me since for you tomorrow afternoon um you know how he feels you know the days after because I was just really afraid um because you know when you set sometimes when you set expectations um you know with people that they could change and they get a lot of pressure and they start to change a few things. But, you know, um, I can honestly and truly say that now I've become more comfortable with, you know, Juan's choice. And I've become very happy with the idea of what our plan is to incorporate him into our family now. <risa> Él está muy feliz con la idea de tenerte aquí, que al principio pensó que la otra persona que nos vamos a mencionar tenía un poquito de miedo de qué iba a decir o qué iba a pasar. Y entonces, cuando surgió la idea, se sintió feliz, pues, poder tener a alguien a quien apoyar y que fuera parte de aquí de la familia, que nos apoyaran en las cosas, pues, con la casa. So, I have another question for you, Juan. What did your family think? You know, did you tell them in detail what our plan was? Or was it a very, like, generalized, like, oh, they're going to help me, kind of? Because I don't know this answer. Um, and I, I didn't get an opportunity to ask him beforehand. Si tú le dijiste a tu familia qué pensaron, si le dijiste todos los detalles o solo le diste pocos detalles de lo que pensamos hacer. Le dije a mi mamá, le dije a mi novia, por supuesto mi mamá le dijo a mi abuela, a mi padre. And by the way guys, Juan is not single, he has a girlfriend, say it in Spanish. El, todo que sepa que Juan no está soltero, tiene novia. Y ellos están de acuerdo porque primero ellos quieren que yo vuelva pronto para allá. Que yeah. si me voy a quedar allá que monte unos negocios, pero que venga a visitarlos porque ustedes son como parte de la familia ahora. Yeah. Y que los apoye y los ayude en todo lo que pueda. Y, y que busque sacarme mis papeles y tratar de hacer cosas allá para algún día no trabajarle a nadie. Sorry guys for the the silence there. Carlos has to erase the everything that Juan was saying was being recorded in the messages. Does anybody say anything? Let me see. Hola, Najibet. 
six more people than I knew. No se escucha. What does that mean? No se escucha. Oh, I really love him. They can hear. Well, that's because we weren't saying anything. No, but over there for them because it's far away over there, and then the speaker is. Uh, oh yeah, true. Sorry, guys. Okay, what's the next question? So, what, oh yeah, what What did he say? Because I didn't, I don't, did he tell his family? Or? He told his family and then... Totally or like bits and pieces? Totally. And okay. they all agree, especially his mom, and mm-hmm. they want for him to have his green card so he can go visit and see them because if he do asylum, he won't be able to go back. I'm talking about the decision for us to... Yeah, yeah. They all agree. Yeah, they all agree for us to adopt him as a son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't want to ask him this because I do want to, you know, in terms of being gay and all that stuff, I don't want to put him no. in. No. Huh? Uh, it don't matter. He, we talked a little earlier, earlier with that part. What? How does it feel about <laughs> us? So that's offline talk. We're back. Um, but, um, you know, I, I got really happy at the decision. And, um, you know, I was very hesitant because for me, I'm an empath. And I want you to look at this. I have no voice. You see how loud that is? I know. <laughs> and this is when you guys are talking. Uh-huh. So y'all need to raise up. Okay, I will try. Yeah, I, I know you can. Because I've heard you talk loud. And same thing with him, too. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I the one thing that I found interesting about this decision is there are many different ways that people come into parenthood. Um, we're used to people getting together and... You know, they decide that they want to place their lives together and then they have kids. That's the traditional way. And then we have people who, you know, get together, one night stands, <coughs> or whatever. They have a kid. That's become the more common way for a lot of people. And then you have other ways that parents can become, like for example, you know, their girlfriend or wife had a kid before and they became parents, you know, as a result. Um, or lastly, we have, uh, circumstances where, um, you know, a family member died or whatever the case may be. So it's, it's very different ways that people can enter, you know, parenthood, whether it be by choice or not. And for Carlos and I, it was always going to be by choice. It was never going to be a circumstance where, um, he gets very distracted. Um, it was never going to be a circumstance where oops, it happened or <coughs> anything like that. So it was a very um, delicate yet uh, impactful decision that we knew that we were going to make if we decide to become parents. Now, 
it's not lost on me and Carlos either that we're not going to ever in any way, shape, or form be mommy and poppy. I mean, literally. <laughs> uh, or figuratively. You know, only in the court of law, right? So it's not lost on me to know that it's just words being played and said in a way to package it. But it's still a choice at the end of the day. I should probably give you time to en resumen lo que está diciendo que muchas personas se casan y quieren tener familia, hijos y a veces pasa de la manera tradicional se enamoran, se casan, tienen hijos o a veces es que se juntan sin casarse y ya uno tiene un hijo de un matrimonio anterior o de otra relación y ya son papás porque están en la relación en el caso de nosotros por ser dos hombres no no era posible al menos solo adopción pero ya por mi edad y por la edad de él también era muy difícil criar un niño pequeño a estas alturas entonces esta idea de que Juan llegara y nos hiciera sentir el anhelo de protegerlo nos hizo sentir como que somos papás y por eso tomamos la decisión y tenemos nuestro esfuerzo y nuestro compromiso de ayudarlo en todo lo que podamos. Él tiene que trabajar, por supuesto, porque aquí es difícil, pero tenemos toda la disposición de ayudarlo en todo lo que podamos. So, um, so we, we understand that. We understand the, the weight of, of what's going on. So, it definitely isn't lost on us. And uh, we, we don't take this decision lightly. And At the end of the day, you know, I think it kind of made me think about my own mortality in a way that um, my own mortality in a way that, you know, after us, there's nobody else. And that's, you know, that can be scary or, and I want to leave something in this world, so. So, también para Juan va a ser un legado porque somos mortales y en algún momento ya no vamos a estar aquí y tenemos cosas que dejar atrás, pues sería algo para él que tenga en su futuro algo, bien sean deudas <laughs> o no, pero que van a ser para él en el futuro. Pero I, I do want to say this, you know, to you, that it is an honor for me. Y le está dejando saber a Juan que para él es un honor to be able to influence you in some way, shape, or form. Poderlo influenciar de alguna manera para ayudarlo en su futuro. You remind me of a younger me. Tú me recuerdas al yo más joven cuando estaba joven. A wise kid. Un niño inteligente. But not understanding where that wiseness is coming from. Que no entendía de dónde esa virtud de ser inteligente o sabio venía. Porque esto lo digo yo, vemos en Juan que es inteligente, que es echado para adelante, como decimos allá, que le gusta trabajar, que es fundamentoso, que no tiene vicios, y eso es lo que nos ha hecho que... <coughs> Poder dar este paso para ayudarlo. 
and it, and it makes it easier for me to to want to help him because I'm able to see myself in him. Y para él es fácil ayudarlo porque es como si estuviera viendo el reflejo de él cuando estaba joven. So, um, but he's like any other 22-year-old kid. He, he definitely does frustrate me sometimes. Um, the phone is an annoyance. But I have to remind myself that Juan has had some trauma that has happened to him. And he's looking for a way to escape and process what's going on. So I don't find myself being upset as much as I would have had I not had the wisdom I have now. Y a veces se frustra con Juan porque siempre está en el teléfono y entonces a veces quiere como que tratar de conversar y eso está distraído. Pero que él sabe que tiene un 22 años y tiene que recordarse que él también tuvo esta edad y que hacía las mismas cosas y ya está llegando el momento que ya no se disgusta o se frustra, sino que ya entiende y es normal. And the reason why it upsets me, just so you understand, is because I want that deeper connection with you. But I don't want it to be forced to the point where it pushes you away. Do you understand? Does that make sense? <laughs> so that's you know I mean I know I'm not gonna get him off his phone or nothing I get it sometimes we do that too sitting here at this table this world is hard man and you need distractions you gotta have it gotta have distractions we also have to make you learn English oh yeah well yeah you necessarily yeah 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 we definitely gotta get that done at some point Um, so, but yeah, that, that's the journey that we want to do. That's what we want to do now. And, um, we want to be able to, you know, enhance his life as best as we can while adding value to ours by helping others. También que lo que el propósito de nosotros con esto también es añadirle valor a nuestra existencia, agregándolo a él y viceversa, para que también él pueda tener una mejor vida aquí en este país. So um, now, do you have any questions for me? Do you have any questions for him that you want to ask him in a very specific way? Sí, um, le quiero preguntar que cuál es su plan si quiere estudiar, porque queremos ayudarlo que aprenda el idioma, que aprenda el inglés, para ver si lo podemos en la escuela. Pues sí, si quisiera aprender inglés, pues entender a muchas personas. So repeat everything you just said, Juan. Thank you so much. Yep. Yeah. See. Sí.
bueno, yo quisiera aprender inglés porque quiero mejores oportunidades de vida y poder ayudar así con más ingresos a personas que también lo necesitan de su familia y de mis amigos. Okay. Porque yo no quisiera que nadie de mis allegados o de mis amigos llegaran a pasar por circunstancias como las que yo pasé y se vean frustrados o queriendo regresarse o vivir una mala situación que no la llegue a pasar. So he said that he wants to learn English. He wants to be able to do get better jobs and better opportunities to help the ones he loves. Okay. Now, I, you know, I'm, I'm obviously not going to, well, not obviously. I don't want to make this a long, drawn-out process. So I want to ask you, Juan, do you have anything that you want to ask us? Si tú quieres preguntarnos algo a nosotros... Anything that you don't like that we do? Algo que hagamos que no te gusta. Todo está bien porque no sé, me siento tranquilo y seguro de estar aquí con usted. He said nothing because he feels safe in this place. Tranquil, like, mm -hmm. no issues or anything either. Let's say. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that, that I want to say. Um, I mean, if I'm if I'm being you know completely honest, I do fear, and I think this is what the world has taught us so far. I do fear that, you know, Juan could change his mind at any time and that would hurt me um, or that I might push too hard for something and he gets frustrated about that. Uh, those are very real things, but I think that's with anybody. It's not that it's specific to me. Um, I think that's just with anybody. Um, but, you know, the having faith is believing, think, believing in things unseen, sight unseen. <coughs> and that's what I'm choosing to have with this relationship. So I feel the same way, too. So, I think that a veces siente temor de que Juan cambie la idea. Te diga, no, ya yo no quiero hacer esto, me voy para otro lugar, lo que sea. Pero también tiene fe, o tenemos fe porque yo me siento igual. De que todo va a estar bien y que él va a decidir aceptar nuestra ayuda. Y que no va a cambiar de parecer. Porque fe es creer en algo que no vemos. Pues no sabemos qué hay en tu corazón ni en tu mente, pero... Este... Yo no me he ido a otro lado porque no me gusta andar de aquí para allá ni de allá para acá. Yo digo que el próximo avión que agarre o es para visitar algo con ustedes o para regresarme para Venezuela. No, voy a, no me gusta andar divagando por la vida sin saber qué más hay. He said he doesn't like to wander around and he doesn't like to move from one place to the other one. So he is, he'd rather stay here with us and if he has to fly, 
It'll be somebody that <coughs> to go visit somewhere else to visit with us, or in an unfortunate case, go back home mm-hmm. if he has to. And you know, I just I don't I also don't want that desire to stay here to turn into fear either, you know. Um, but that'll that'll come with time. Ya dice que tampoco quiere eso, pero que la confianza y las cosas vienen con con el tiempo. Que todo va a ser como Dios permita que sea. So, with that being said, guys, this episode is going to seem a bit unfinished, and that's because we're still writing the story of what family means to us. So, um, you're just going to have to join in and check and listen and follow and subscribe and see if there's more to the story. So, that's on y'all. Y'all want to know more, you got to follow. And um, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Facebook, Reggie's Expressions, R-E-G-G-E-E, apostrophe S Expressions. On uh, YouTube, it's the same thing. And then Instagram, it is R-E-G-G-E-E-S underscore expressions. Um, tell them where they can find you, on, on uh, Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, they can find you on Facebook or Instagram. Instagram, Juan Diego B, 